So we have just had the uh, triumphant procession into Jerusalem. And gradually, as the service goes on, the liturgy goes on, it becomes darker and darker. And we will finish with the reading of the Passion according to Luke. But let's go back to the procession, because once we begin to understand just what is being done by Jesus, it makes the whole week more understandable. In the book Fight Like Jesus, Jason Porterfield writes that Jesus was at odds all week long with the authorities. And it begins with the procession on Palm Sunday. He rides in on a donkey or a colt, where at the other end of town, Pilate and his minions are on huge horses. Their brass plates glisten in the sun. The horses stomp and snort and jangle their bridles. And at the other end, the people see Jesus coming in, and he has been so instrumental in how they view God that they suddenly leave all of this pomp and circumstance and run to the other end of town so that they can get a glimpse of the miracle worker, as he's known. Then they begin to shout, Hosanna, which is a mashup of Aramaic and Hebrew. And the meaning is, save us now. Save us now, they're shouting to Jesus. And Jesus weeps at their words. And he, we cut this piece off in the, when we are blessing the palms. But it's so important because Jesus tells the people, you had an opportunity. You had your chance to turn this all around. And now it's changed. And the door is closing and there's nothing more you can do. There's nothing more that I can do. Events have been set into motion. The other piece of it is the palms that they wave are really a battle cry. We think of them as something that brings joy and happiness. But in reality, it was uh, the people were putting down a marker. They were saying to the authorities, this is our king. This is who we follow. We don't follow Caesar. We don't bend our knee to Pilate. This is who we follow, the peacemaker. And that's really what Holy Week is about, Porterfield writes. If we examine Holy Week as a peacemaking event rather than an event of violence, we begin to open up a whole new reality as to who we are as Christ followers and why Jesus died on the cross. There are three simple things that Porterfield says in the, that happened on that Sunday. The first is that Jesus is called, that we as peacemakers are called not to run from conflict, just as Jesus didn't turn away from conflict even in the Garden of Gethsemane, when things were so dark, he still kept marching to the cross. The other piece that Porterfield writes is that peacemakers embrace everyone. They don't just embrace the people they like or the people they agree with or their family or their close friends. Peacemakers are called 
to make peace with everyone they encounter. And Jesus was such a good example of that, standing in front of the authorities, not lashing back, not lashing out, standing silently, listening to their taunts, their spitting, hearing the, the whip, or I'm sorry, hearing the reed brush against his face as they mock him. He doesn't stop loving them. He doesn't stop caring for them. He embraces all of them. And finally, Porterfield commends us to remember who we follow. We follow the Lamb, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Lambs, as we know, are gentle. Jesus doesn't come in like a bull or a horse or a lion or a tiger. He comes in as a gentle lamb, something that we can pick up and hold and caress, something that's really kind of easy to love. So for this week, as we begin the walk to the cross, as we begin to follow with Jesus, tomorrow he will go into the temple and he will cast out the money changers. Each day, Jesus will be present somewhere in the city. Each day, he will be a visual reminder of the kingdom. He doesn't shirk his responsibility. He doesn't run away and hide. The bravery we know he had. The love for us we feel. The sight of the people that were clutching and reaching out for his healing touch, we certainly understand. Because we've all been in those places at some point in our lives, looking for love or healing or understanding. And this is the week we remember what Jesus gave up for us so that we may be better Christians, better friends, better neighbors, just all around better people. So may it be so for you this week as you meditate on the cross and think about how Christ has impacted your own life. Amen.